Hello and welcome to another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison. Uh, so on this episode, I wanted to just shout out all the youth coaches, especially the under 10, under 8 black men that are out there. We know there are black women and women doing it as well. But just just want to shout out to all the youth coaches. Um, as you guys know, my daughter is um, seven years old and in the second grade. And so for the past three years, we've been doing um, getting her engaged in a lot of you know, sports teams where it's, whether it's gymnastics, if it's volleyball, if it's basketball, you know, maybe soccer will be coming up and some other things, but just big shout out, especially to, you know, I live here, I'm based in Metro Atlanta, um, but uh, College Park, man, Coach Kirkland um, out there and his team that's running, you know, College Park and, and, and his supervisors, all the parks and recreation, park and recreation folks in, in the city of College Park here in Georgia, big shout out to them is, you know, there's a lot. Like, I just, I get a chance to, and I say I get a chance to pick up my daughter, be with her, spend time with her, you know, and take her to these community events and, you know, recreation centers. And, oh, I didn't even mention dance. Shout out to Jewel Academy, Jewel Dance Academy in College Park as well. Um, just loving on my daughter in, in such beautiful ways and, and, you know, I get a chance to, you know, specifically speaking, we're in, we're in basketball season. Um, you know, she's playing last year. Ife Tayo was with, uh, I think it was like under seven boys, girls, uh, co-ed basketball, right? Where they were just kind of learning the game. And, um, she, you know, she had Coach John and Coach E who, man, it's, it's just folks from the community really, really showing up for our kids. Just, just celebrating that and teaching them the game. The, the babies, you know, they're all under. They were under seven, so some of the some of the kids knew exactly how to play. Other kids had no clue. Some kids were having emotional breakdowns on the court because they just were confused. Other kids were like stealing a ball and like making layups, while other kids were like my daughter sometimes wanting to do cheer moves and dance more so than play the game. But you know. The community, the folks who are volunteering or, you know, getting paid a minimal amount if they're getting that, just they're, they're giving up their times. They're giving up their evenings, you know, something, you know, for our kids. And I just want to say thank you. I think it's Coach Chris now who does a lot of the, the girls basketball, but just putting in so much time and so much patience, right? It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see black men be so patient with children. Not that I just continue with sights and I get the chance to see that every evening when I take my daughter to practice, they're, they're high-fiving, they're clapping, you know, and, and the thing about it is I don't know what these men go through to get here, to, 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 to you know, what, what their lives are outside of coaching. But when they come to it, when they come to the community center, they are focused. They are intent on helping my child, our children, get better and have fun. You know, have a lot of fun. And, and, and don't get me wrong, don't, you know, it does, you know, the competitiveness does increase as they get older, which it should, you know, in an appropriate nature. And they, they have healthy competitions. They really just want the kids to be fit, to stay hydrated. It's just, my daughter loves it. My daughter loves all her coaches. Um, she's had both uh, black female and black male coaches and um, just want to shout them out with so much gratitude because you got to think, right? My daughter for the 
the sports that she plays, they mostly start at six o'clock and then they run for 90 minutes, which is a good, healthy amount of time. We appreciate that as parents. Thank you, College Park. They run from 90 minutes, six to seven thirty. Well, you got to think of when people typically get off of work, five, five thirty. That means and typically where we work is not close to our community is not necessarily in our communities. Most likely is not in our communities. So here in Atlanta, that means probably 20 minute drive at least, you know, at least to get there. And so these, these brothers and sisters get off of work and then come and be with our children for 90 minutes. You know, sometimes twice, three times a week on the weekends. Like we have this weekend coming up, like it's, you know, the girls basketball league has started with college park a little small, but we appreciate that because, you know, there's four teams and probably about six or seven kids per team. So my daughter's going to like, every kid is going to get a lot of chance to play. And that's, that's the key when they're, when they're, she's seven, you know, a lot of chance to play. And so, you know, this weekend they got a double header. They got two games that they're going to play nine o'clock at 10 o'clock. And it's like that that stuff doesn't just happen. Like the Parks and Recs has to coordinate it at the hire of these coaches. And then the coaches have to be willing to donate and give up their time. And just expressing such gratitude. Like this year, my daughter's coach is Coach Hawk and another brother. I don't know the other younger brother's name, but I'm gonna get it, you know, soon. You know, sent us a text and was like, hey, double header, let's get excited, make sure you're hydrating. You know, and so you know, I appreciate just the system, you know, because once, so the interesting part is that with my daughter, she plays in uh, eight and under, right? Girls basketball. Well, then the 10 and under practices just after the eight and under. So the eight and under goes from six to 7.30. Then the 10 and under, they go from like 7.30, 7.45 to who knows what time. And some of the same coaches are all helping out. And they run different versions of that all week long. So the same coaches are doing under eight, under 10, both boys and girls. I mean, it's a huge commitment that they're making. And I love it because they're pushing all the girls, all of them. Doesn't matter the shape, the size, the color. You know, you get all types of girls in the under eight, under 10 programs running up and down, making layups, practicing, and being so, what's the word? As Megan McKnight, I, I, a phrase she uses that she learned from her instructional coaching, a warm demander. Like, getting on them. They are not going to cut a drill. They are not going to dawdle or lollygag or slough off. Like, they're hustling, but it's such a warm and nurturing space. And I was just, I was just, you know, I can see why when, you know, they say kids, and I think the research specifically talks about girls, like when they're in sports programs or they are youth sports programs as a youth, they increase their likelihood of, um, of self-confidence, right? Of self-efficacy, their, their ability to do something, their resilience, their persistence. I mean, I think all sports done consistently or participate in consistently will train those things but they've seen some statistical you know differences between girls who play sports and girls who don't play sports right in some of the studies and so, so you know like and I see it I see how you know 
girls, specifically black girls, can develop positive relationships with black men. Healthy, professional relationships, clearly, coach, player. But I see it. I, I see them, like, having a healthy interaction with black men. And I just, I love it. I love seeing them push the girls. I love seeing the girls push each other. You know, and I think it's Coach Chris who does it for the 10 and under. So their coach, it, one of the, like, his assistant coach, I believe, is a high school basketball player. So she from a local school in College Park of that area. So she goes to practice and then comes out and then coaches the tenant. Like I just, it's just, it's just a beautiful system. And this happens with football, basketball, baseball, track. I mean, I, I just love the ecosystem of youth sports when it is, when, when, it, when it is so community centric, right? When, it, when it's so supportive and healthy. And there's healthy interactions and, you know, adults are really being there for kids, you know, because I know specifically like just having that physical fitness, like having my daughter run up and down the court, get a respiratory system going, you know, physical fitness and teamwork that she's learning and hand eye coordination, fine motor skills. Right. She's also learning how to think and move at the same time using her dance skills in gymnastics and her gymnastic skills on the basketball court and what she's learned on the basketball court on volleyball. So it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I, and, you know, oftentimes I'll go to practice, which is once a week for basket, you know, everything's pretty much once a week. I'll go to practice and I'll have brought my backpack to sit and, you know, try and get some work done. You know I me, mean, I'm always working, but you know, the other day I was just like, let me just sit and watch. Let me just sit and watch and see, see these brothers work in their leadership and then see how when I sit in the gym and I watch how much my daughter watches me watch her and how much she's like aware of what I'm watching. And I guess it's a, it's a, it's another level of accountability, right? So but anyway, I don't want to digress, but I, I'm just I'm just really appreciative of the youth sports. And this happens, I'm sure, all across Metro Atlanta, all across the state, all across the country. You know, there are healthy relationships that adults are having with um, with our youth and taking care of them. And the ecosystem of youth sports, when done correctly, when done, you know, in, in a very healthy way, really benefits our communities in so in so many ways. And, and it, you know. It's also a community of black men that support each other, right? Because if I'm getting off of work and I'm coming to this place and I'm coaching with six or seven other dudes, like that's community. And I'm doing it three, four times a week. Now that's, that's, that's my community. That's my fellowship. And so that, that is an important role that we play. And no matter what has brought them to that place in their life, their experience, in those moments, in those few hours, they're coach. And they got little kids looking up to them. Man, I mean, you know, I taught for 16 years. I, that's, that, that, that fills your spirit. It fills your soul.
you know? And then if you're able to continue long enough and you see the, the, the kids you coach and work with move up to the next level, maybe outside of your coaching, but through middle school and high school, then the college, like, it's, it's huge. Huge. It's huge to be able to celebrate a community win. So I just want to thank the brothers and sisters that are leading youth sports here in Metro Atlanta, around the state and around the country during this time. Man, I'm out here this morning in Atlanta. There's frost on the ground. It's cold. You know, winter. You know, there's... I can't even imagine running youth basketball in a place like Minnesota, which happens. Coaches pushing their way through the snow, frozen temperature to get to a gym to work with some, for no better words, snot no seven-year-olds to teach them how to dribble, to teach them how to catch, to teach them how to pass, teach them how to shoot, teach them how to play defense. God bless them. Man, that's it for today. I just wanted to, to share that for this episode. I wish you all well. Take care. Peace.